Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese, And I'm Laura Brodnick. And on today's show, Johnny Depp's high stakes libel case against the Sun newspaper has finally come to an end after what feels like years. And there are some very interesting revelations in the judge's verdict. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gossip? I want more headlines. Megan Fox called out her ex-husband, Brian Austin Green, or as I affectionately like to refer to him as Bag, over the weekend for using their kids against her. So the pair split late last year after being married for 10 years and they share three sons, Noah Shannon, eight, Bodie Ransom, six, and Journey River, four. So since the split, things between the couple have been quite strained with various comments made publicly from both camps, but things really came to a head over the weekend when Megan commented on an Instagram post of Bag (laughs) and their son Journey (laughs) dressed in costumes for Halloween, criticising him for not cropping their son out of the photo. She accused him of using the post to showcase how he was the, quote, perennial, eternally dedicated dad while painting her as an absent mother. She finished off her comment by saying... Why do you need the internet to echo back to you what should be inexhaustibly evident in the way your children love you? And it worked. Shortly after Megan commented, Bag took down his original Halloween post and reposted the same photo but cropped out Little Journey. Yeah, I saw her copying a lot of flack on this comment thread yesterday about people saying, why did she have to go and make this public? But I understand from her point of view, if you're seeing this big public narrative play out that you're a terrible mother mm. just because of these few photos that have come out, like I think that she's just human and she had to hit back. And it is a public forum that he's posted it on. Well, if you're looking to find love after the shitstorm that 2020 has been, <laughs> or maybe you just want to grow your Instagram following, no judgment, then you'll be happy to know that applications for the next season of The Bachelor Australia are now open. Key Reese, get excited. Woo! So if you want to know if you're eligible to apply, Network 10 have released what they're looking for. You can go onto the site and fill in a profile. So they're looking for single women and men aged between the ages of 23 and 40. I always thought the cutoff age was a lot younger than that. I'm not sure if they've changed it or if if it's just everyone seems quite young on that show. Or that people in their 40s don't apply. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the main caveat that they've put in there straight up before you get into any of the questions is you must be willing and available to be filmed for the duration of the series and that filming will roughly commence mid-February to mid-May of next year and take up to 12 weeks. So once you click into the application, there's all these different questionnaires to fill out, everything from clothing to your employment, family and friends, past relationships, what you're looking for in a future partner, your medical background, which I guess is also important, and of course, lots of 
of photos and videos. So I have like started doing a little bit of a, you know, fill in the sections because this has been a bleak year for me. And I think what they're looking for is they really want you to paint a narrative of the kind of character that you'll be on there. Interestingly enough, because no one actually on this show, have you noticed that no one actually cops to applying? They're all like, I was approached or I would never do this, but someone reached out to me. But Or I did it on a dare. I didn't dare yet. It wasn't really me and that kind of stuff. Like, So I really do like it when people say like, no, no, I wanted to go on the show and I applied. So it'll be interesting to know with all these kind of different questions in there, what kind of cast we'll get for next year. But something to look forward to. Oh, marking it in my calendars. Cannot wait. Hopefully we get some diversity in there. Well, Spillers, it is that glorious time of the year again. That's right. Your favourite Hollywood wellness website, Goop, founded by Gwyneth Paltrow herself, has released their 2020 gift guide. So the website reads, shop the ridiculous but awesome holiday gift guide for the most quote-unquote extra non-essentials from luxe vacations to an Hermes surfboard and more. Yes, well, there was plenty more, including a 200, and this is all in US dollars, $210 lamp made out of bread, a seven and a half thousand dollar birthing couch, a two thousand dollar acrylic Ouija board, a vulva coloring book, a two hundred dollar pleasure point bong, and a five hundred and fifty dollar gold bondage leash. Well, because we are the kind of gals we are, your gals went shopping. A virtual window <laughs> shop, that is, for our pick of the weird and wonderful guide, which I must admit all things stripped away, it does feel a little bit more tame this year. Maybe perhaps Gwen has kind of considered the recessionary times and made the list a little bit more relatable. Or maybe I'm just drinking the goop aid. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But who (laughs) wants to start? You've become a gooper. This is actually terrifying. Sometimes though they release a second list that's just weird stuff because they know that people think they're crazy. So maybe that's still coming. Oh, I hope it is. I'm going to start with what I've chosen for you. And it's not that weird, but it's very Laura Brodnick. And it is a wireless UV sanitizing charging station. That's right. It looks okay, like a vase. I really want that. I know. It looks that's not, a, that's not a goop joke. <laughs> it's not a goop joke, but I saw it and I was like, well, obviously I'm going to get it for you. It's only $79.90 US. Thanks, buddy. It looks like a vase and it delivers full charge to your phone wirelessly, no cables, and it sanitizes using a UV LED light at the same time. And it comes in two uh, sheet colors as well. Nice. All right. So my weird and wacky pick was what I thought was just, I was like, no, this is too far. <laughs> it's the lunch kit and it's $245, but it's a vegan leather lunch kit that closes with a top class and slips over your shoulder looking like a sheep handbag till bam, this is a copy, not me, you reveal oh. that the waterproof interior is hiding a hand roll or at least last night's rigatoni. It comes with silk cotton napkins, food containers that snap securely tight, silverware, and even a little sauce pot. It's a lunch bag upgrade and the low-key answer to looking good, feeling good, and doing right by the planet. I looked at it. It looks like a gorgeous leather handbag, and then you open it and it's a bento box inside. <laughs> it's a bento box I'm inside. like, no, I-, I want to be eco-friendly, no needs- but not that. Yeah. No one needs any of this. Can I just say, though, you doing a dramatic retelling of the group gift guide, I think, is the true gift here. (gasps) It truly is. 
All right. And this one I'm kind of a bit miffed about because on the weekend mm. I went to Aldi and I saw that they had a retro version of Scrabble for sale for 30 bucks. Got it played over the weekend because it was horrendously raining here in Sydney. But I bloody spent my money too quickly because on Gwyneth's list, there is a maple, as in wood, luxury edition Scrabble for $200. It's the OG crossword board game. It got an upgrade complete with new cabinetry. The playing board sits atop a solid maple storage cabinet with a, and this is what really got me, a rotating <laughs> turntable that spins around to each player in brackets, game changing. Obviously, this is such a good gift. Letter racks and tiles are all done in wood and the days of letters slipping and sliding over are gone since this Lux board has raised letter grids to keep the teeny tiny tiles in place. Let the tournament planning begin. I'm probably actually going to get this and I know that sounds extreme, but it looks gorgeous. Let me just tell you. Kate, you have just, this is such a turnaround from we talked about this last year. You have become a gooper. Don't pretend you're making fun of this list. You're one of them. While you're there, why don't you buy yourself a vampire blood pendant vibrator necklace, whatever they have, to go with your maple luxury edition Scrabble board. Uh, yes, I will. And also something to note, they have Afterpay. Thank you very much. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Actor Johnny Depp has lost his high-stakes libel action in the London courts, the announcement came through today, against the Sun newspaper after they described him as a wife-beater. So Johnny Depp, in a case that we've been following for over a year, had sensationally sued the Sun's publisher, which is the news group newspapers, and its executive editor, Dan Wooden, over an article published in the Sun that originally carried the headline, Gone Potty. How can J.K. Rowling be genuinely happy casting wife-beater Johnny Depp in the new Fantastic Beasts film? It's been called one of the most widely followed trials of the century, and today we found out that the High Court has dismissed the claim by the Pirates of the Caribbean star for compensation. So what happened here, and I think key, because you and I have talked about this a little bit before and everything that's come out in this case, is that a lot of people were kind of thinking because Amber Heard, his ex-wife, was called as a witness that it was between them. But what it actually was, I mean, she's got a separate lawsuit that's in the works in the US at the moment for defamation, but this was purely the Sun newspaper had having to prove essentially that their claim that he is a wife beater is true because if they couldn't prove that there was truth to that, then they would have to pay him damages. So the ruling came out today and Johnny Depp's legal team have, of course, said that they're going to appeal it and they've called the ruling perverse as it is bewildering. So while the judge was delivering his verdict, he also gave like a very long statement kind of talking about which facts were right, which were incorrect and different things that have been brought up in the trial, which brought up a lot of kind of former accusations around Johnny Johnny Depp and his relationship to Amber Heard. So the couple met while making The Rum Diary in 2011. They were married in February 2015 and Amber Heard filed for divorce 15 months later. And through this court case, pretty much every element of their relationship, their friend relationships, private documents, emails, everything has been brought into the public space and people have just been rapidly following the details as they unfold. Yeah, I tell you what, when I saw the headlines this morning, I thought, oh, this is still 
going on. I mean, now it's at its end and its conclusion. But the judge just wasn't really having any of it. I think he was even bewildered that with all of the evidence against Johnny Depp that he would bring this up as a case. That was kind of – I was reading between the lines on that a little bit. And I honestly think like – When this case came up, I kept asking myself, like, why would he do this? It just seems so strange to me. But I was thinking about it again today because we kind of thought, oh, he obviously wants to prove himself right and maybe there is an element of truth there or something. But now I've got a bit of a theory because I feel like Hollywood is notorious for second chances, especially when it comes to white males. But I think with him, like, for him to pull up this case and sue for defamation, I truly believe that he was trying to appeal to anyone that was a bit of a swing, right? So anyone that tends to maybe not believe women, tends to, you know, go off how great he is as an actor, which isn't himself, but his acting skills, which are unquestionable. He's so good and prolific. And then I also think that he is kind of hedging his bets on the fact that he will be forgiven. I was thinking about, you know, what's a really great example of – because. All of the evidence was there. We saw the images of Amber Heard's face busted up. We saw images of trashed hotel rooms. There were videos of him, you know, really intoxicated, slurring his words and being aggressive towards her. So, like, why would he do it? And it's because we always forgive them, that they always end up being fine. Case in point, Chris Brown. Remember how badly he beat up Rihanna? I just feel like he's going to end up coming out of this fine. Like, give him a little break for a couple of years and he'll be back. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. That point that you're making makes me think of The Guardian ran this big profile on Helena Bonham Carter over the weekend, who obviously has worked with Johnny Depp many, many times. He's also the godfather of her children, so there's a relationship there. And, like, their verdict hadn't come out yet, but all the information was out there. And that's the thing. Like, when Johnny Depp signed up for this case and sued the newspaper, he was really given permission for all his information, all his dirty laundry Mm. to be completely laid bare. So when the interviewer asked about the case, she said, like, are you surprised? that things have turned out, how things have turned out for Johnny Depp. Are you surprised that he's been accused of assaulting his wife? And obviously the verdict hadn't come out yet, but Helena Bonham Carter really stuck by him and said, oh, totally, like there's something quite old-fashioned about Johnny. He's got these manners, you know, these lovely manners. None of it really makes sense. And then she said, but the man's not stupid. He wouldn't have gone to this length if he thought he was in the wrong, which is a sentiment echoed. Remember at the beginning of the trial Mm -hmm. how like his ex-wife Vanessa and Winona Ryder, his like co-star and also girlfriend for a long period of time, all wrote these big kind of statements like defending his character and defending the person he is, which really, I think, kind of muddied the court case. But then you look about what the judge actually said, which was the kind of interesting bit there. So he said a lot of things about Amber Heard that he like really kind of, because she was such a, a prominent witness in the case. Yeah. So he said that he accepted that her career as an actor and activist had been really negatively impacted by Heard. He also threw out the charge that she was a gold digger. And this is where it seems like he didn't get personal, but he was really kind of like, usually judges are quite impassive mm. when they give their, their final statement. But he said like, I recognize there were other elements in this divorce, but Amber Heard's donation of $7 million to charity is hardly the act of someone who would be a gold digger. And then he cited this email that Johnny Depp had sent out in August 2016. This is the thing, all his emails go into the case. So it's baffling how he thought that he would come out in any other way. And it's an email he sent about Amber Heard. And he said, I have no mercy, no fear, not an ounce of emotion or what I thought was love for this gold digging, low level, dime a dozen, mushy, pointless, dangling, overused, flappy fish market. I can only hope that karma kicks in and it takes the gift of breath from her. Mm. Sorry, man, but I will now stop at nothing. 
And also, interestingly enough, and we'll probably see more of this come out in Amber Heard's trial, is that of the 14 accusations against Johnny Depp, that he had choked her, punched her, slapped her, headbutted her, throttled her and kicked her, only two of them were found to not be able to be proven. And one of those was the incident that happened here in Australia on the Gold Coast, Mm. where Amber Heard said that she was in a three-day hostage situation. The judge dismissed that particular claim and said it was hyperbole. So he passed on that particular situation and said that it wasn't believable that he had seen enough evidence that she could have escaped if she needed to. But everything else was completely ruled in her favour. So even though they're going to appeal it, it's unlikely that'll get overturned. Well, I think the key takeaway here is, and we've seen it with countless celebrities, when they get to a certain level, they don't have to take care of anything for themselves and they've just got no grasp on reality. So hopefully her celebs in London will take her out for another celebratory lunch. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. And while you're listening, friends, please subscribe and leave us a review. Tell us what you like about the show and what you'd like to see more of. You can also get in contact with us by emailing us at thespill at mamamia.com.au. This episode of The Spill was produced by Melanie Zauer. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.